with sound. All right. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Landicho, and with me is... Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we're going to be doing the cult classic slasher, I Know What You Did Last Summer, directed by Jim Gillespie, starring Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Philippe, Freddie Pinch Jr., and Johnny Galecki. Um, you might be wondering why we're doing this very, very old slasher film, and it's because we finally did it, boys. <laughs> finally oh on God. the board. Team Josh <laughs> finally got something on the good board. Job, I know we Josh. could do it. It was very you did scary. A really good you know? job. <laughs> Thank you. You sound very sarcastic, but I was very scared. I was gonna get swept, you know. But at least I'm on the board, you know. Thank you guys. I want to thank the academy. I want to thank oh my, my parents. God. I want to thank my friends and family. Thank you for all voting for me. Um, but yes, this is part of our slasher series. I know what you did last summer, so that's why we're doing it. Um, <clears throat> and in all serious, again, thank you guys all for voting and interacting with it. It's been really fun and very, honestly, very nail-biting personally for me just because I'm <laughs> losing so much. But, you know, we, we got the ball rolling. The drought's over. I'm on the board. I know Let's you really going, needed you know? this one. Let's keep, <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it going, you know. We could do it. Um, but, yeah, with that... Um, Carmela, did you have any expectations, context, or preconceived opinions, notions of the film? I know what you did last summer. Um, honestly, no. I didn't know anything about this movie other than its name and that it came out in the 90s, and that's literally it. So I, I went in pretty blind. Um, so I was kind of like excited for it just because I literally knew nothing about it. Um, yeah you like never heard of it at all like you never heard no, like, I, a pan, like a passing thought of it or anything like no one ever mentioned to you or i mean i've heard of i've heard of it but that's it i don't know anything about like the plot or any like actors or actresses in it honestly um yeah literally nothing but yeah what about wow. you you didn't you, <laughs> you didn't know jennifer love Hewitt was in it that was like this is like a breakout role i feel like no way i yeah i didn't yeah this is news to me right now <laughs> yeah, i had no idea um but I, I mean i knew everyone like once i started watching i knew who like the cast was like i was just like wow all of the famous white 90s people are here um and they're all like super young and they're all like babies basically um but yeah i was like oh my god it's buffy oh my god it's ryan philippe oh my god freddie prince jr um but yeah um did you have any like preconceived like notions or any context before watching this one and was it your first time watching it this was my second time watching it uh. um but my first time watching it i knew sort of like I knew like what this movie not what is about but like the, the main premise which is the title of the film obviously um and I think at the time 1997 I was like three or four and I remember hearing like my cousins my brother or my brother's friends or something talking about the film or it was mentioned quite a few times in, during that era at the age um, of three you were like aware <laughs> Like, like three or four i don't know i don't remember because like, i remember hearing about this movie before huh. maybe it was like it maybe like time passed like 1988 1989 and i was able to like memorize things or remember things <laughs> but that's when i was like that's when i heard a lot about it and like the hype around it i remember the, them being like a a boy meets world episode of jennifer love hewitt and like it was be she was in it because it was a, like a slasher episode of boy meets world of someone uh. like killing off students in high school 
and she was in it for whatever reason, which is kind of funny. <laughs> um, I think I think this is the only reason why I know who Jennifer Love Hewitt is because of this film. Um, just like people talking about it, talking about her, and then sort of making that connection between these the movie and her. Um, you didn't watch Ghost yeah, Whisperer? No, what? No, you I didn't, didn't watch her Ghost hit <laughs> show Ghost Whisperer. That's literally how she I know actually, her. <laughs> is that really a show she was in, dude? Yeah, that that was like her main. That was like her main role for like a long time. That show went on for a while. When did this come out? When did she do it? Like to the two thousands. I think it ended before the twenty tens. Um, but yeah, that and I like, like grew up like kind of watching like, that. <laughs> it was like an actual show, not like one of those like ghost hunting things no it's an actual show like there's a like there's multiple seasons <laughs> like she was basically a medium and she could like she solved like cases week to week i don't remember that i like i don't remember but now that you're describing it i could kind of see it which is kind of weird <laughs> or i'm kind of getting mixed up with, like veronica mars a little bit too i don't know oh yeah maybe it was might have been around the same time too so yeah, maybe Oh yeah, but anyways, wow, what a <laughs> weird blast from the past. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much what I knew about it. And I knew like that it had some credence or reputation of being scary, obviously because uh, it's been mentioned so much, and I remember it. Um, so I was like, oh, I want to watch. I can't wait to watch this film because I heard or I remember hearing it when I was a kid. Same thing with Scream. Like I had the same idea of Scream of how it's like, oh. Uh, I heard it a lot when I was younger and people were talking about it. I hope it's good. So this is kind of the same thing. Um, I didn't have that much of like a hype for it. I just like kind of knew what it was about and during that time, what happened during that time and stuff like that. Um, but that's about it. Um, but yeah, I guess with that, um, this is a very old film, so I don't need to give a spoiler alert. If you haven't watched it, that's on you. Um, but Carmela, would you like to give a little plot summary of the film? I know what you did last summer. After a fatal accident, four teens make a decision to keep a terrible secret that comes to haunt them one year later. Whoa! The next summer. Someone knew what they did last summer. Wow. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. It adds up. Uh, <laughs> it adds up. You are right. Math. Um, so with that, Carmela, what did you think of this cult classic? I I enjoyed it. I thought, okay, so I thought it had a really great, strong first half. And then the second half, it like gradually became like more and more disappointing. But I think overall it was like a pretty fun like slasher. And that had like a pretty good story, I think, um, and like pretty good like emotional investment involved. But I just thought like, yeah, this like the emotional like premise and like just that first like opening sequence too, and like the setup was really really well done in my opinion. Um, and yeah, and like that made me like excited to see how things would pan out. But once they did start panning out, I was kind of like, oh, like. Um, yeah, I was, we'll talk about it more later, but I think they could have taken the story in a, like, in a better direction, I think. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, I enjoyed, like, it as a slasher, and I can see why this became, like, a cult classic. Um, so yeah, overall, I had a good time with it. Um, but yeah, kind of, I'm excited for your thoughts on, like, 
what you might want to change later on too but yeah what was your like first reaction when you watched it and then like your reaction after the second viewing so first time watching it um exactly like you like i was very invested i was very like interested in what was going to happen like it's it's very classic like teenage drama teenage like feelings and thoughts of like oh my god if we do this our whole lives are ruined oh no we we didn't just kill a guy and let them you know like it was kind of this weird this weird teen logic in this film and i think it's really really great to see in a comedic but like nostalgic way of like this is how movies thought teenage thought or like teenagers like think and stuff like that it was cool to see that like very very weird decision making in the film throughout and like in the beginning of this film as well of just like how they process certain things and and just like we're fine with killing someone and then just living their lives out um and it was just really really funny it's <laughs> like like i i think when my first time watching it i was very very interested and then when the second half of it i kind of like okay i get why like this movie's sort of in that cult classic category and not necessarily like iconic quote unquote it has like the, all, all the hallmarks of a slasher but also it really really dove into the campiness in a very serious way like being unintentionally campy is where like it loses points of being a good movie like apart from like people that are aware from people that are aware of being campy or films being aware that are campy and kind of diving into that it's like this weird like seriousness they're trying on but it's, it's laughable in a sense like there's a lot of times where like i'm laughing at the decisions made or like really really yelling at the screen like why would you do that in any case <laughs> yeah. anyone would yell at the screen like why would you do that um and it really that's like one of those movies that like you could see why um these these sort of like themes and um campy mistakes that people do are fixed later and how it improves like horror movies later not to say that this is a bad film but like you could tell that some of these parts of the films were were kind of bad a bad decision on like the filmmaker's part director's part whatever um but honestly it was a fu- it was a fun film it's pretty fun i like it a lot i like what like coming back to it i laughed a lot more just because i know what's gonna happen but i laughed at entertainment more or less like i was still really really entertained it was fun to watch again um and the first time too was really fun too regardless of like how i felt about like the campiness it was just like it was just a fun and entertaining film regardless first and last first and second time it's it's still really fun and entertaining um but yeah like I, it really really enticed you to watch the rest of it it really really had this great writing and um kind of great directing as well with it and fun fact the reason why i had great writing is because it was written by the same guy who wrote scream films kevin williamson um how do you feel about uh kevin williamson in this movie do you think he could improve do you think uh <laughs> he did a good job I, I don't know if he went after scream after this i think so right 1998 i think was the first one he wrote scream um, before oh before oh wow well how do you feel about kevin williamson here in this film i was wondering who wrote this movie during the movie because i was like i i saw some a lot of similarities between this and scream with like you know figuring out who the killer is um that type of mystery but um honestly i think he kind of like fell off the mark during the second half i like i just okay yeah we'll talk about it more when we talk about the actual like killer and the reveal but i yeah oh shoot i totally forgot i wanted to talk about like 
the movie versus the book it's loosely based off too because i like dove into like this weird rabbit hole where i was like kevin williamson you had source material to like pull from why didn't you use it um but honestly the movie and the book are very much very different um but i do want to ask you first about kevin williamson before i talk about like the book versus the movie um yeah what did you think of like the writing overall is based off a book is the book named the same thing yeah do you know oh wow okay weird um (laughs) so yeah the writing it really tracks with his style um and it like it was it kind of is obvious as regards to like when you start watching you're like oh who did write this like it feels like you know scream or some of the other 90s movies that come out and um that's where i think this is why i eventually just went out and watched it is because i heard kevin williamson wrote it um but yeah like his writing here is is still pretty good um and it will probably transition to like the ending and stuff like that but like the the beginning of this movie fantastic writing fantastic enticement and like investment like the fact that they hit some that's like the typical teenager thing of like them like having fun talking about their future and like (laughs) they get drunk and drive and they're like they like woo high school and then like something bad happens essentially because obviously it's gonna have something bad's gonna happen and then they go into like this teenager what would you do moment and i think that's another reason why it was so interesting because like it begs the question to us the audience like what would you do in this scenario of accidentally hitting someone and murdering someone like would you do the same thing would you call the cops would you what would you do essentially and i think that's a a great base of this film like it almost acted like as a really good um show pilot of it like starting off like this and then it continues on and you want to figure out what happens later how they feel about it if they ever get caught and it just becomes this like very very enticing movie throughout and that's where like i think the writing was really strong here um but uh the second half actually like i want to say like the quarter end the quarter end it was like where it got bad kind of you know um like the parts before that were more fun because it's like them getting killed or them trying to avoid being killed um but yeah the ending and the reveal of the killer carmela would you like to go first (laughs) as to how you felt about this um yeah so i thought it was just very messy it didn't really make sense like emotionally either like for the story i think like the identity of the killer and like who the killer was and their motive was just such a disservice to the premise that was set up that i felt like like there was yeah some injustice there i was like oh my god like you set up this great like story and then you did this like why um yeah so then like the killer ends up being this guy who actually killed this other guy and like on the same night i guess um i'm actually still kind of confused about that part because it was so rushed and like it was just like exposition it was like oh actually he was this guy and then he killed this guy it wasn't this guy oh my god watch out <laughs> get on my boat and then like you actually got it right though they <laughs> killed the guy that killed the original guy <laughs> and then the guy that they killed didn't actually die it's funny talking about it because it's very much like what like like shows like snl or different movies or different like priority shows make fun of of like yeah. the ending is so convoluted and so confusing that like it's funny and it's laughable almost. Mm-hmm. but sorry go on no exactly like it, it ended up being like this laughable messy thing 
that that ending like fight on the boat was all just like so goofy and like yeah every single part of that whole scene was supposed to be like scary and menacing it's like oh finally this killer but i do have to give the actor um who played ben willis um he like smiled really creepily so i have to give him that i was like this guy is pretty freaking creepy but i hate I hate who like this character is and I hate the motive because um, yeah it just undoes the entire premise because he ended up not being actually dead you know they didn't actually kill someone they were like grappling with this guilt that wasn't actually wasn't actually really there um, so yeah I ultimately like you already know I was very disappointed with that um, and I feel like it really just set like my opinion of the entire movie and I feel like if that reveal if the reveal of the killer and their motive was just stronger and made more sense this movie could have easily been like iconic and not necessarily just a cult classic yeah I agree it was pretty messy at the end and um yeah also like speaking of like quarter of the half like that's where like all the bad kills started to happen like <laughs> um how sarah michelle geller died was so stupid and i think so that's like dumb. mentioned in so many articles so many videos so many list videos of like the worst deaths that could have been avoided kind of a thing and it was just like her running through the alleyway and she she makes it but she for whatever reason looks back and then that's how she dies essentially and then <laughs> and the, the way- whole like <clears throat> no go on sorry and just the way she also got that cop killed. <laughs> he the cop she was in like the cop car, right? And then he gets out, goes to the guy, and then he's like facing him. And then she shouts something from the car. She's like, behind you. And he's like turns what? around <laughs> and he's like, She's like behind you. And I was like, he was in front of him I already. I know. If he didn't say anything, he probably would have That was the it. dumbest shit. I was but like, also like the way he sort of reacted was kinda stupid too. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of weird. It was just okay, sorry, I just had to mention that because that was the <laughs> yeah, no dumbest shit I'd ever seen. I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and then the boat scene too was pretty like the whole thing. Horrific horrifically messy and almost funny like <laughs> whenever she would go somewhere under the boat she would scream <laughs> and obviously he's gonna know where you are when you scream and it was like the littlest things too like ice comes out she goes ah and like she walks ah like it's really <laughs> so weird and i was like yo keep it down you can be <laughs> you can chill there and not you know not be known but yeah it was just yeah that that whole like the whole quarter part was essentially where it kind of went down or was already going downhill but like kind of solidified it um but yeah as regards to like the writing and the reveal of the killer you're totally right i think like like i did like i really like it i don't know if it's because of the second time i really like the fact that like um they didn't have to go to jail but i wish it was executed better like i think it was weirdly relieving to know that like they didn't kill him or also they if they didn't kill him or if they killed someone that was bad i guess just for me to feel better to, like as watching the movie and trying to support these people um i like that idea of it i don't know if i like the execution necessarily but i like the f- idea of like it being not a bad thing they did like a dream scenario of of, of accidents of like oh i accidentally killed i accidentally killed hitler so it's all good like no one could be mad at me essentially um <laughs> like, like in that sense but um 
but yeah like i think just the reveal of it and everything really did undo a lot of the, the like the aspect of the movie and the purpose of the movie um i originally thought it was freddie prince jr and we'll talk about like the alternatives later but i thought i thought it was gonna be him the whole time and then when i found out it was him i was like very disappointed i was like man <laughs> that would have been really cool but like i was like okay i guess it's fine that this random dude ben willis is the killer it's the it's the person that killed someone that they killed but isn't dead ending which is very very convoluted so messy. um <laughs> but just a little give a, give a little like little tidbit here kevin williamson who wrote it also wrote scream 2 in the same year which arguably i did not like the reveal of of sure scream 2 and comparatively it feels like the same i felt the same he, way he I like rehashed <laughs> he like used the same ending he, <laughs> It was like a test ending, and then he just used it again. Yeah. Even though it, was, it got negative response. Um, but yeah, so like just comparatively, like I did not like the ending of Scream 2. I think that's the main gripe with it, with my with my opinion for it. Um, and I, nece- I did not like the ending of this one either. Um, so it's interesting just to compare the two. Um, but as regards to the killer, did you want it to be anyone else? Did you think it was Freddie Punch Jr. too? Um, and with that, did you want to comment upon like, the Scream 2 comparison of this movie and like how it ended and stuff like that. Yeah, just to, um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about the Scream thing. Yeah, it's very similar, honestly. Like Scream 2, random parent, like, okay. <laughs> like that we didn't know about really, saw once. Um, and then again, this movie, it's like random guy, <laughs> like we didn't know about, didn't see at all actually um i feel yeah, like we really didn't know who this guy was we really like, didn't literally it was just like no. <laughs> here's this random character we're throwing in for you there. and uh, and like expecting us to be like shocked and afraid and it's like oh okay um yeah i feel like kevin williamson had like deadlines to meet that year and he just used the same like page in the script and was like just rewrote it a little bit um i don't know i don't know what happened there to that guy but he did a great job with the other movies, so it wasn't his year. It's okay. We'll cut him some it was slack. Like Scream Four, I think, was next. That's the next one he wrote. Scream Four. It's pretty good. So I mean, good break. You, you know, yeah. some creatives need break. Don't be burnt out. You, know? <laughs> you gotta like get, like, gotta get some me time in. I I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, and in regards to like who I wanted the killer to be, like yeah, towards the end, like. It was a misdirect, obviously, because they were making us think it was um, Ray or whatever. Um, and I would have been disappointed, too. But also, I w- like, it would have been better because it would have made more sense because then, you know what I mean? But I'm glad it wasn't him. I actually thought it was going to be Jennifer Love Hewitt. And I kind of really wish it was because... What? Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah. Explain your, explain your viewpoint. I want to know why you thought it was her. Well, like, I feel like with um, just, like, the guilt she was feeling... Like, she was the one most obviously, like, haunted by the guilt. I mean, we didn't see what Ray was going through or whatever, but I feel like because of that, she could have possibly had some, like, psychotic breaks. She, like, could have, like, I don't know, gone crazy and sought, like revenge she could have blamed her friends for like making her feel that way and like making her go through with this like decision um and that was like her form of justice tbh and i kind of hoped it was gonna be like that but then i was like i really don't think it's gonna turn out that way because it wasn't obviously that type of movie um 
But I do want to bring up the scene with the body, like in the trunk with the crabs. Cause that's what made me feel like it was her. I was like, oh my God, is it her? Is she, has she gone crazy? Is she hallucinating? And like, I thought it was gonna be a thing where she didn't realize she was the one doing this to her friends. That's, and I was like, oh my God, she was the only one who got a letter. No one else got a letter. She's doing it to herself. Um, so yeah, I wrote this whole other movie in my brain and it was not it. But yeah, I think I really wished it was her, TBH. But yeah, what do you think? Huh, interesting. It would have been like, I think it would have had that um, that tone of what people don't like of like it was her all along kind of a thing, which um, which comparatively, I don't know if I'd like better. That would be really cool though to have it sort of be like this hallucination and it's her the whole time. And It just depends them. on how they pull it off, you know? Like That's true. It could easily be true. corny for sure. But yeah, go on. I, if you know even if it was corny though it fit the like the theme <laughs> of the film like the mood of the film that's true um yeah i kind of like thought it was freddie prince jr just because like they didn't show him that much the, mm. the, the ship was called billy blue um and he was a fisherman like it all kind of pointed to it and i guess i should have been more smarter you know <laughs> to figure out that you know it can be him because you're obviously pointing it to him um, I should think better. It's fine. It's all right. I had fun. You know, I was like very much like ready, but you it's you. Um, which would have been fun too. I would like that as well. Even though if it's, if it's very obvious, it'd be fun to have like, have Freddie Prince Jr. slowly go descend into madness and have that moment of like being the psychotic ex-boyfriend kind of a thing or psychotic boyfriend in general. Um, and then have that like sort of swing into it. And, and if Freddie Prince Jr. is a good enough actor, it probably went really well. And even though people like guessed it, it would have been cool to see that down, like the descent of it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if I like the Jennifer Love Hewitt being a killer thing. Huh. It, it would be anyways, a totally yeah, different movie. Like it would be yeah, like a whole honestly. movie. Like it'd be one of those movies where you have an unreliable, like main, like protag, like protagonist, you know, like unreliable nar- narrator type of thing. Like kind of like the shining with, you know, what's his name? Jack Nicholson. Like, he kind of turns into the antagonist, but you're seeing it from his point of view at first. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. That's <laughs> totally true. And I think it would have been a lot more of a psychological theory yeah, yeah, yeah. than what it was now. <laughs> totally would have changed the vibe, but that's fine. I would been it would be cool to see, depending how they pull it off, obviously. Um, but yeah, I guess a question that I want to ask, since it's sort of it's a pretty realistic for the most part. I guess, Carmelo, what I could ask you next is if you're in this current situation, you know, you got your four friends, five friends, your boyfriend, whatever, and he accidentally hits someone, presumably kills that person in the moment, what would you do? Would you do the same thing? Would you think of something else? Or would you just sort of like play it cool? What would you do? Um, yeah, so you pose an interesting question, Josh. Um, yeah, well, at first before, or like, as you were asking, I was going to ask, like, who would I be in this, in this scenario? Because I feel like it would depend on like, which character I was. Because like, obviously, if I was the driver, like, I'd have more of like, more, I'd be more inclined to like, want to get away with it. Um, but if I was just Jennifer Love Hewitt, like... Yeah, I I probably would have reacted the same, honestly, as she did. 
And honestly, like, with the way things turned out, she, like, could not really, like, control the situation and what happened at all. Um, unless she, like, literally, t- like, took charge of the body and, like, just, or, like, just called the cops right then and there and outed everybody. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a tough one. I honestly, I obviously would not be able to live with that type of guilt, like straight up, like, no, like I would immediately like tell the authorities like what would, what happened, but I would be, I would hope like someone else would be on my side too, just so I like wouldn't feel so alone in that situation. But honestly, if they decide to turn on me, I would turn on every single one of them because like, it's like, you know, a matter of like morality and like life and death like you literally just like let someone die or killed somebody so i wouldn't really be concerned about like losing these people as friends if they got upset that i like went to the authorities or something but yeah what about you yeah it's interesting i think like at the moment it's very easy to be like if we don't talk about it we're good we're good forever but i think um there's like emotional repercussions physical repercussions and, and emotional repercussions obviously like Jennifer Love, who essentially couldn't live her life normally. She started to fail. She started to become very, very sad and depressed, it seemed like. Um, and then you even have, like, Sarah, Mich- Sarah Michelle Geller, who was supposed to be in New York, become this actress. And she just sort of seemed bummed out about life and just, like, was like, oh, it didn't work out for me. But we kind of already understand that, like, she probably couldn't live with herself at that point. Um, it's just harder, I guess, for some people to compartmentalize that sort of thing and, and keep that in very, very well. Uh, I think that depends on the person. But I think in, in my situation, being who I am and know how I react to certain things, uh, I would definitely try and report it because, like, I, I'm i not good at that. I'm not good at, like, keeping secrets. I'm not good at, like, keeping something shitty I did inside. Like, I've, I'm still pretty upset at myself for, like, how I feel, how I treated my like elementary school friend when I was in elementary school. Like I feel, I still feel bad about it right now. So if I were like to do? do something, to someone, it's not that I did. So it's like okay. Just side side note. All of all of my friends in elementary school were pretty mean to each other. And what, we do, what do you really mean like, by mean? Like we're just like make fun of each names? other, pick on each other. Yeah, like make fun of each other, pick each other, and like not be the nicest kids. And that was like all the group. Like everyone in that group was like vibing off that negative energy and i still feel bad sometimes like oh maybe i should like call them up and say sorry even though it's like what like 20 whatever years i can't do math right now 20 years like i feel like i don't know it's weird to like feel guilty about that after so many years but anyways so i feel like if i was in the position of like someone who's about to die and i didn't do anything about it or you know just like let let us get away with murder i think i'd crack under that pressure really really quickly to be honest and i don't think i could uh you know keep that in if i was someone else i think i would pick that that decision of like letting it go and then just getting trying and getting away with it just because i know how i was in a like previously or when i was younger essentially um i think i could have been like yeah i could do that i could definitely like keep this secret (laughs) um but obviously like in any case i feel like no one would be able to live with that i think everyone has that emotional baggage that they can't necessarily keep forever and if they do it's gonna affect their life really really negatively um regardless if like if you did hit someone that was a killer if you hit someone that was innocent either way you're gonna have that sort of guilt with that and i think a lot of people in any situation 
outside looking in and be like, yeah, we could do that. We could get away with it. <laughs> like, in, in that weird sense of it. And it's just like, I don't know if you can. I think in real life situations, and if you're in that situation, like, in person, I don't think anyone could easily do that. I think it's just like, well, we killed someone. I don't know how I'm going to live myself. Um, but, yeah, so that's sort of my reaction, sort of how I would handle it. Um, but I think we need to handle something else, Carmela, and that is the rewriter's corner. What would you change about the film? Do you have a different solution as our as we've talked about about the ending that we don't like, the reveal? Um, is there anything you want to rewrite or change that could make this movie potentially better? Um, I mean, besides my like entire like basically rewriting what this movie actually is like by making jennifer love hewitt like the antagonist um i feel like to keep it closer to like being a slasher i would have done like i would have been cool with like the reveal being like you know one one of the couples like sarah michelle geller and ryan philippe i feel like it would have been kind of cool if it was the two of them tbh I don't know why, but they were just, like, the most down to, like, obviously, like, get away, try and get away with it. Um, But if you also did want to flip that on its head, you could also, like, try and have Jennifer Love Hewitt and Ray be, like, the ones tormenting, like, Ryan Phillip and um, Sarah Michelle Gellar for whatever reason to, like, punish them or something for pressuring them. Um, but yeah, I feel like if it was like some type of pairing like that, obviously it'd be kind of similar to scream, a scream type of reveal, but I kind of like that idea of like, you know, these two, like, um, what's it called? Just two people conspiring within the group to like kind of torment the other people in the group responsible. Um, I don't know that, that makes more for like an interesting like drama and like emotional thing for me and also like the premise already like it would just like tie better i feel but yeah what, what would you think about that well you really tapped into the kevin williams from screen <laughs> having two killers it being like the closest to them um but yeah looking to you kevin williamson how could you do this to this movie um but yeah that's a really good ending i like those those two options it would be really cool to see one of the couples be it and being like a duo couple and it's really cool to see like think about uh jennifer live and freddie jr sort of torturing them for making them hide this secret and it'd be, it'd be cool too to just like kind of cool kind of corny for them not to die like sarah michelle Gellar or ryan fleep to die and they'd be like can we go to the police now and like yeah kind of like that corny like we we like taste your own medicine how do you feel now Ooh, <laughs> take kind off of a mask. thing <laughs> take off the hook yeah he's like <laughs> what it's youtube yeah it's because of the guilt we've been living with that we can't blah, 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 blah. and then like <laughs> yeah can we go to the police now? <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry <laughs> right now i know <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> all right let's go to the police <laughs> um but g- both great endings i like i like that idea of both of them um one thing i wish they used more in this film was uh alex i think his name was alex max max yeah max um, yeah the guy in the truck the I big wish bang they used big bang theory more. guy <laughs> oh my god that's where i dude yeah from. i had to look I it up to figure out where I've i had to from. look him oh up i was goodness. like oh my god big bang theory guy that's hilarious uh, yeah i wish they utilized him more um 
So in my head, and also thinking of Scream as well, it'd be cool to see him and then someone else, maybe like Ryan Philippe, as the killers, and them teaming up and just... Because he seemed like the most crazy one, to be honest. Comparatively, he was more like the insane one for them. Like, he was like, we gotta do this! Sir, uh, J- uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sir Michelle Geller. This is our lives. Like he was the most <laughs> yeah. And at the end, at the end, he didn't do anything. He was still rich. He's still like fine. Yeah. I don't think he. I don't know if he was supposed to go to football or something. I don't remember yeah, what his future something was. Something like that. It was just so like unnecessarily. We didn't care that we like just forgot what he did. <laughs> but it, he seemed the most insane. It would be cool to have him and somehow Max, and then it could be so much almost like a revenge for like Jennifer Love Hewitt for for her not loving them back or something because they seem like that could they could kind of play that off of like max being angry that jennifer levier doesn't love him love him and then he could also have the same reason or like same reason as Stu of being like i always had a thing for you sid and (laughs) that kind of thing and sort of playing on that maybe i just wanted to scream you just wrote scream (laughs) (laughs) i know i just i just made the movie scream with different characters (laughs) different people um, um wait i do like the idea of using max though and like one i think one aspect of his character it was like very small but i i had a feeling he was like kind of jealous of like their friend group and i feel like he wanted to be a part of it so i feel like if they kind of use that type of like motivation like he was like this like desperate outsider guy like really trying hard to like who had a thing for one of like jennifer love hewitt but also wanted to be popular and cool and rich like the other guys um i feel like that could have been like an interesting motivation um to like have this leverage on them like torture them like oh i know what you did and like they could have really did like kill like some guy and like he actually died not just became not was like was not a killer who killed some other guy you know but like really honestly did kill some guy and like i like the idea of max using that as leverage and like torture for like how they treated him or something like that yeah that's a good point like actually using that their paranoia that they had with max and actually activating that because it would create almost like a double-sided movie of it being a slasher and also um, kind of like a, not a whodunit, who, what do you call this, like a blackmailing movie? Yeah. Um, I also thought too, like since you had like the motivation for Max, um, it would be cool to see, it would be cool to have this like idea of like, he was watching them the whole time. It still is like the killer guy, but he knows that he isn't dead. So when they leave, he like brings them back up and they work together and it that's evil dude. it's a, right it supports his motivation of being unpopular of jennifer love you and now loving him back and just being treated like crap and it and like obviously ben willis has this motivation because they almost killed him um it'd be cool to have that sort of like hat in a hat thing and it still creates a significant character for max um and that he could also just play into uh, making them feel bad as well or like making weird hints of like oh what happened to your car or like you know like having those like like little nudges that he does know but like how could he possibly know kind of a yeah thing. and then it plays into more paranoia they continually die, continuously die they could also put a scene where he does he like quote-unquote dies it's a fake death and they're like oh my god he's dead how could he he knew but he didn't know kind of a thing um 
Yeah, I think I like that one better. Other than rewriting Scream again, <laughs> I like this is my this is my favorite idea. Then the Scream, the rewriting of Scream again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's really that'd be really cool to see that sort of um, that like hat and hat of like he him helping Ben Willis out and then them working together essentially. How do you feel about that rewrite, Carmela? <laughs> feels feels like a different enough Scream version of Scream, you know. But that makes sense for the movie. Um, yeah, I like that. It's it's fun. It's more fun, definitely. Like, and it's just like absolutely like pure ev- pure evil fun <laughs> on their end. Cause like, what's his name? Ben Willis has no reason to partner with this guy. <laughs> like some random kid who was like, <laughs> like they do they he become saved his life? Do they become friends? He saved his life. Okay. Like, but still, he's like a crazy killer. Like, why doesn't he kill him either? But they just become pals. And for the next year, they torture these group of friends. <laughs> like, how fun is that? How delightful. <laughs> how delightful. <laughs> a true a true film forever. <laughs> friends, really. If we could learn anything from anything, it's friends. It's friendship. Um, it was friendship all along. <laughs> but yeah talking about rewriting this movie and sort of maybe considering a sequel kevin williamson maybe a third movie you know we could use one of our ideas that's fine um but just credit (laughs) us and pay us um but speaking of that um this movie and like i guess like the ip really fell into like what we're seeing today which is kind of crazy is the constant remakes of 90s films shows sitcoms and stuff like that um, the rehashing remakes spinoffs i think this movie also was pretty recently a victim of that um not not only did it have two more sequels but it also has a tv show like literally a brand new tv show yeah like that's happening just right came now, out like last week yeah like yeah it literally just <laughs> came out i think it's i think we always talk about this but like it's just i don't know it's crazy to see these things rehashed and redone again over and over um our favorite movies films tv shows like just become another retelling of it but like with with white no-name actors and actresses and people just like trying to make it better it's just weird i don't know like i think we've already said our opinion on this but carmelo how do you feel about that how do you feel about you know the 90s remakes that are constantly happening the spin-offs the sequels the tv shows how do you feel about that yeah like in general like you know rebooting rehashing it's not it's not anything new right this has been done like for years even this movie is like a retelling of a novel so like the aspect of retelling rehashing rebooting is like not like new news but i think as long as it's done well obviously like it's fine with me but there is a very obvious like trend of you know using like old properties and then reviving them or rehashing them in order to like obviously make profit and be like make it become like this franchise this type of machine or whatever um and that's and usually those shows are like not great quality they're like usually not good um and that's i think what we're basically what we've basically been seeing for like the last i'd say like five or six years basically whenever netflix like blew up and the streaming services became a thing, I feel like this became more prominent. Um, But yeah, it's like, 
Yeah, I I have no other. <laughs> I, I I don't know what else to say on this topic beyond like we can all sense when some rehash or reboot will not be good and no one's gonna watch it. And I I'm just waiting till this trend dies. But I really don't think it'll it will anytime soon. But you know, one can hope. But yeah, how do you feel about it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it speaks, obviously, it speaks upon, like, the creativity in the film industry, Hollywood, whatever you want to call it. Um, but not to totally discredit it, there are some good remakes, rehashes, TV shows and stuff like that that did happen to come out of these IPs, these older IPs and these older films and stuff like that. Like, um, the remake of the first Hollywood was really good. Second one, I just watched not so much. Um, the new Scream that's going to come out soon does look really good. It seems like they really, really want to keep in track with um Wes Craven's vision and the Scream's vision and stuff like that um but overall it's it's pretty tough to watch I think like excuse me mm. collectively I think um a lot of us don't like it <laughs> I think like uh <laughs> we never really see these things that happen like for instance like the cowboy bebop live action film a lot of people did not like it a lot of people are groaning and kind of like mad at it obviously which makes sense um things of that nature like it it creates it's weird because it creates this like almost anger in people like i don't get why like they continue to do this i think like a lot of people don't like it unless it's really really good like i think when it came to the halloween remake everyone was kind of like iffy but also like they saw the potential in the trailers and how it looked like so like okay maybe it'll be good um but things like the nightmare of oh shit remake the friday the 13th remake the previous Halloween remake, like, there's so many remakes that happen in that span, and then, like, obviously it's gonna create a bad reputation for these kind of things. Um, not to mention it also very cash-grabby. Like, honestly, like, a lot of it is very cash-grabby. There's obviously no other, all like, motive other than that, essentially. And it's just weird to see that um, and see how it goes, essentially. And, it, and, and, like, it does work sometimes, I'm not gonna lie. Some of these things are fun, good, whatever. But it's just like it really speaks on the creativity and the current state of the industry. Um, I also do wish it would stop soon. Um, if not stop, at least polish it up a little bit, make it better. Stop just pushing it out just because it's a good name or it's like a famous name. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's tough to th- like talk about because like obviously I do want to see things that I've seen in the past be continued, but sometimes it's not on the right path um yeah sometimes it's hard to watch honestly i know a lot of people get mad about it and everything and i I get mad about it too it's just a really weird um really weird thing that's happening it's weird um but with that that has been our episode on the cult classic i know what you did last summer um a part of our slasher series which i appreciate for the first win you know thank you thank you guys I'm glad I'm able to get on the board. Let's keep it rolling. Hopefully, oh you know, God. it's the constant, constant, you know, snowball effect. I think we could do it. Really I think we catch up to her. I think we could catch up Really riding this train out to the station. <laughs> I think we catch up to her, you know. It'd be crazy to, to like, end this off at a 2-2, two, 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 a tie. Whoo, heated. It'd be heated. Anyways, um... Apart from that, though, again, thank you again for for interacting with it, voting for it, um, leaving us comments and DMs about it. It's been really fun, and we love Halloween. We love horror movies. We love everything about it. So 
just thank you all for voting and and helping us out with this and also thank you all for listening for this episode and um the next poll should be up soon and yeah we're excited to show you it and excited to see what happens next but thank you all for listening everybody my name is josh sandicho and you can follow me on instagram at the space wolf and i'm carmel and you can follow me at Capmella O. And you can follow Watch With Sound on Instagram at Watch With Sound, along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Anchor. And if any of those apps have the option to like, comment, subscribe, or anything of that nature, that has help us out a lot. Even on Instagram and Twitter, too, those notes and impressions help us out a lot as well. And for the people that are already doing that, thank you so much. We see you. We appreciate you. Um, we also have a program on Anchor called Listener Supporter, which lets you subscribe any dollar amount, only if you're able to, of course. That would also help us out a lot. Um, but with that... Thank you all for listening, buddy, and keep on watching for Ben Willis and his hook hand, along with hallucinating Jennifer Love Hewitt. We don't know. Maybe next movie idea could happen. Let's try